0: yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries yo what's up everybody i'm k cartoon i'm rx phonics we are the audio apes and you are officially hanging with apes a weekly tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it two guys from the south side of chicago there is explicit language at times so be advised Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Check out our website, HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And we're on Spotify now. So just one more place you can listen to us. One more place you can tell people about us. Yes. Thank you guys that have been listening to us on other platforms. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play. All that good stuff. We're appreciative of it. Drop a comment. Rate. All that good stuff. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the white house press secretary sarah huckabee sanders and how she was recently booted from a restaurant for working for donald trump what does that mean why did this happen um what kind of reaction did she get from people about it then that's going to lead us into talking about extreme labels and extreme rhetoric in the political realm um how dangerous that could be then we're gonna talk about midlife crisis based on a, a conversation with some friends. What is a midlife crisis? Why do we have midlife crises, crises, if you will? <laughs> and then one more thing I want to add to it is um, I posed a question to some of my friends the other day: Who is their horror movie dynamic duo? So we're gonna go over that. So your your top two horror movie characters you know in in the light of the halloween trailer we're still very excited about it so we're gonna go over our horror movie dynamic duos and 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 why we uh we picked them so pretty much like our top two horror movie characters and like why these this particular duo will is will just be better than every other duo so Oh yeah, kicking it off. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders booted from a restaurant for working for Donald Trump. What yeah. are your thoughts?
1: Fucking Red Hen, fuck them. No, sorry, no. You know it's fucked up because uh, the reason I say that is because um, the eatery. Matter of fact, let me make sure I'm getting the right one. So there's a Red Hen, which is a restaurant, and it's in. I hope I don't fuck this up, Swedesboro, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Well, they're in no way affiliated to the Red Hen in Virginia. Mm. But people have been, like, calling all the Red Hen eateries, which I, apparently there's a lot of eateries that are called a Red Hen, mm-hmm. and, like, calling them and, like, you know, cursing them out and, you know, giving them dead, you know, death threats. I, I think that's silly. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> Death threats? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean... It's fucked up because One restaurant messes up And then everyone has to pay for it Because you know People People are going to be on 10 But I think it's ridiculous though Like Because you don't agree with them politically You're going to say get out Leave Do they do, I mean technically they have the right it's, it's a private business But like that's just so So petty And like It's, and it's like, wrong on and, so and many and, levels
0: And simple minded
1: Yeah very simple minded I can agree with, you know, and disagree with people. It's okay. We can eat in the same place. I'm just trying to eat. It's not like I'm sitting there for free on some Starbucks shit. You know, I'm going to pay for my meal. Uh, You know, you don't have to like me. I I don't know. Maybe
0: Sarah Huckabee Sanders was loitering.
1: Right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she wasn't buying anything. She's just sitting around waiting. And then she's like, Starbucks would let me (laughs) chill here. No, but I don't know. It's... It's just another another pretty much another sign of like the times now, just so divided, so divisive, so like black and white. I mean I, I don't even know what to say. what what, what can you say? I, people, please stop and, and and it's like bad on on so many levels. so like like I said, you disagree with a person politically, oh you were for the Trump administration, so you can't eat here because of what you represent or whatever. Right. Okay, so that's bad, because this why, like, uh. Then secondly, like the people that are calling all these red hens and like giving them death threats, like why?
0: Yeah, it's just a a spiral of unnecessary craziness. Mm -hmm. And based on what, I have no idea, because I find that when people respond. In such a way on either side of the political spectrum they typically are like pretty ignorant about about their 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 side anyway they don't even know they don't even have the reasoning behind why they believe what they believe it's just i don't know it's just it's very idiotic and so idiotic but then you kind of see why stuff like this happens because you see what Maxine Waters said about that situation and said that members of Trump's administration should expect pushback while they're out in public. Yeah. Which to me is is in pure insanity. You, Democrat, Republican, whatever the case, as a politician, you should not like promote that or, or support that. Expect that. That should not be expected. Whatever viewpoint you have, you should be able to go out there in public and eat with your family, whatever the case, and not get pushback, as Maxine Waters put it.
1: Yeah. And and it's, and it's that's the sad part about these times. It's like people don't understand that that, you know, some people are going to. Come from from a viewpoint and you know a political stance that you might not agree with, or you might not agree how it's being handled. A perfect example is what we talked about last week with, with the immigration, separating of the families, and I mean, I pretty much said like there is legitimate questions here. There is legitimate, there is legitimacy in some of the stuff that people are saying as far as like, can we get answers? That's fine, but. But then, dur- during um, I just read about this. Uh, Rush Limbaugh said that like like, it's starting to hit like pretty much a, a dangerous point. Yeah, where you'll okay. So the immigration separation situation that's one thing, and and where they're keeping the kids that's another. They're in camps, where you know like where they're holding them. I mean, and then and then when when I was reading a little bit more, it's not like they're being like you know beat up or anything like that there's like video game consoles and stuff like you know keep them there until whatever the situation is and 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 then the media is like oh well this you know who else had concentration camps the nazis yeah you know and there's this it's, article
0: it's it's too extreme
1: yeah and it's like there's this article that that, that that's showing what's happening uh, you know and what what it could lead to that's talking about that and they're saying that the, these type of comments and these type of things is, are going to get somebody killed and i and i wouldn't be surprised because what you you're making you're making it into something that it's not again whether you agree with it or disagree with it or you want answers that is completely fine you are right to 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 an extent because i like, yeah that's fine and 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 even disagreeing with with that like cuz there's people on all sides of the spectrum that said, Oh, I don't agree with that. I wouldn't do that. That's fine. You know, that's fine. That's your viewpoint and, and 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 that's it. But but don't go out there and then say stuff like this is a concentration camp where they're keeping these kids and and they're being forced to I mean I've there's stuff that says that. Oh, this is like slave labor. Like, what are yeah. you talking about here?
0: So while we're on the subject, what's your thought of uh the president's executive order to change that policy.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, you made it a point to, to like make that a point, right? Well, when this is like the, the, the price you pay. So to me, I felt that you should have thought about this before in my point of view, because like if I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to separate family, that's a pretty big deal. Like that is a pretty big deal to me. So, if I'm going to make that point, I'm going to stand to that point. That's how I would... Yeah. That's but, how well, I would look not, at it.
0: it. wasn't his decision. It's just something that that he chose to enforce. That wasn't... Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't make it. Like, yeah, he didn't make it up. He chose to enforce it. But it's like, why go through the, all the backlash then? If, if it was such a bad... You know, you should have right off the bat have, have went... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel it was a little I, indecisive.
0: Yeah, I, I I that's how I felt too. I, I disagreed with the move of of putting the executive order to change it. I feel like essentially he gave in to, to all this nonsense. Yeah. And the thing is this, when when people When it comes to kids and when it comes to situations like that, like they, I don't know if you saw online or heard rather online, there was like this audio clip that was going around of like the kids crying and saying, where's their mom and that dad and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, obviously in Spanish, but it was, it it had subtitles. I don't know. Like, I'm not cold hearted. Like, when I hear that, it's like, I'm like, damn, it's a bad situation. But I have always been the type of person to feel like, why do why do we as the public want to make the government more responsible than even the parent of the child like like to me like that's what I like when when I hear all those crying kids when when that audio clip was going around I like you see the comments on it yeah people are saying oh Trump and this administration and this is evil and this is gonna ruin the world and this is and, and the government and, and this is wrong and this yeah. and that. At no point in those comments did I see anybody that reflected my viewpoint, which is damn, like what about the parent? Like like at what point does is it the parent's job to think about that as a possibility? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. that's what's so baffling to me when it comes to situations like this is like why is it the government's job to care more about your child and their well-being and the whole separation? Why is it their job to care more about all that than you, as the parent? This is—it's insane. It's so insane to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing. It's—it's—it's it's, it's something that's being enforced. And and I'll be honest. Would I have went about it that way? Would I have like? created it where you were separating the families no I I personally wouldn't have but then you have to also take a step back and be like okay but that was a court's
0: decision yeah, for that like that.
1: yeah and that's what I'm saying like I mean it's it's not something that Trump just came up with in the blue that's that was something that was being practiced like you said it was a court's decision so when you start looking at it from the scope of like a job and like what you can and can't do It's like you can't really be mad at someone for enforcing or not even at Trump, but I'm saying like mad at the people, you know, I guess, quote unquote, in the trenches Mm -hmm. implementing that. Right. Because if if I if I give you a set of rules along with like, you know, our guy, Big Baby and Ernie and Donnell. Right. All you are going to do your thing your way. Right. You guys are going to work it your way all in the realm of. What you can and can't do. Yeah, within the
0: guidelines of the
1: of of the rules. Yeah, you might be like super fucking strict on your shit. This is how I want my shit. Fine, if it works for you. Yeah, do it. You know, big baby might be like, oh, I'm gonna be more lax, whatever, and it might his might work good too for him. Yeah, for him, and and we have to like acknowledge those things, and that's where I'm like, I'm not really like. I just look at it like how I would have done it and then how some someone else does it but is it right or wrong well by the, by by the rules it's not wrong
0: yeah within well, under the scope of the law it's not and and that's what always gets me about yeah. people when it comes to this stuff is, emotion. That, is that like when are we going to start looking at things under that scope because if you're gonna if you're gonna look at things emotionally, it's it's just it just simply will not work. It just simply will not. If 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 things if the law and 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 what we can and can't do, what we should and shouldn't do, is based on how we feel emotionally, then every time like somebody cuts you off in traffic at the next red light, you should be able to pull them out of the car and beat the fuck out of them.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If we're gonna look at things emotionally, no, you can't do that because. Sure, you want to, because he cut you off, you want to take him out of the car and beat his ass, but the law says that you can't do that. And yeah. so you don't do that. Yeah. Now you could curse in your car, you could whatever, but, but you can't do that. And so <clears throat> it's important to me for people to start looking at things under under that microscope more so than the microscope of... of Oh, it's it's racism like all these things that at the end of the day you can't really prove and it's funny because yeah. the other day I was uh, I was with my sister we were having like a little get-together like for for Father's Day for my dad and stuff yeah. it wasn't Father's Day it was like the day after cuz you know, we're hard-working people so it's hard to get everybody together <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it's uh, a miracle <laughs> uh, but but uh but yeah so we were there and like, you know, her brother was there on, 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 on you know, on her mom's side. And it, it was a good, it was a good, you know, gathering and it's always good. Like we always, I like, have good, have good discussions and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was talking to one of her friends about the Starbucks thing. Cause, cause her, her brother listens to the show <clears throat> and he was saying how there was some viewpoint, even though like him and I are on different sides politically he said there were some things that I he agreed on, put like, certain points that I made about the Starbucks situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about that briefly. And and then her friend, you know, chimed in, which was interesting because he started saying, you know, his viewpoint. And then where it got interesting is, like, when, when it came up of whether or not that situation was racist. Okay. And so we were talking and 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 it was interesting the thing is this and and this is, was was the point that i kept reverting back to was a lot of people they were giving examples like very clear-cut examples of racism that they've endured in their life or things that they've that they've seen that they could consider racist like for instance her brother was saying how cuz he's puerto rican uh uh, uh and uh he, you, but he looks white and so there's times that he's worked around white people and then he said that he's Puerto Rican and the people are like oh you're 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 Puerto Rican you don't act Puerto Rican and stuff like that <laughs> and you know whatever like that that that's that's an example of, of some sort of some sort of like discrimination or something like oh you don't you don't act your whatever you don't
1: act like a dirty Puerto
0: Rican <laughs> all right no, but, <laughs> but 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 the thing is and all of that, like I, I, I took in stride. I was like, okay, I understand. Like these are all real world examples. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, when you're talking about something that happens publicly, like the Starbucks thing, for me, making the claim of somebody being racist is like so serious, and like could be so detrimental to somebody's reputation and their character that wow. I I'm the type of person me personally I need absolute proof before I can just make that claim. Yeah. And so uh, that's why in those situations I do go based on the law and and what I'm seeing there is somebody a manager that they're following the rules of the establishment, the policies and guidelines. Yeah. Maybe in their heart there is malice and maybe in their heart there is racism, but they showed nothing and gave no ex uh, no, no evidence that the reason that they're enforcing this particular policy is based on racism. <clears throat> and That's yeah. when her friend was like, "Yeah, but look look at the history of the of people of that color being treated this and that, right? But in this particular situation, because it really has to be handled on a case by case basis. Yeah. In this particular situation, do are we seeing any evidence of that? Yeah. And then I I explained to them, and I I've said this on the show before about how like when I go, when I go to Target, and like I'm always getting followed around. <laughs> I
1: was about to bring that up, and 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 and, and I
0: was telling them, and, and why you know, is it
1: always Target?
0: And and I it, I, it always, you know, it always gets a laugh out of people. But yeah. what's funny is the guys that are following me around, they could be one following me around because like they're profiling me, because because which I don't think there's anything wrong with profiling. Like I think in in law enforcement or asset protection. I think it's it's a valuable asset to be yeah. able to profile. I mean now granted on. a lot of times profiling could send you down a rabbit hole yeah. because you're profiling this person and that might be the last person that's gonna steal. And the dude in the three-piece suit is the one that's like tucking something in in his in his coat pocket. <laughs> yeah. But but it can at times be a valuable asset. Yeah, yeah. So at one, they could be profiling me. Two it could be that the person that that's he's not only profiling me, he's also racist. So he wants to catch me doing something. Right. Cause just, just the idea of taking down a brown person is just gonna make his day, okay, that's fine. That's his that's his that's his mode. Yeah. But the thing is, until I do something that you can prove, yeah, you can have all that malice and all that hatred in your heart you want. You
1: can't do shit to me. Yeah. Can't do nothing to me. And you're fucking crazy ass. You be fucking with him, I too. Oh yeah,
0: I do, and I I do because it. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like it's like if you're in to follow me, like I, I'm not uncomfortable. I don't care, like because yeah. I'm not stealing anything. So but, whatever you can you can follow me all you want. But please tell but, the audience but, what you do. But now, but but now, like I'm. You're you're gonna you're gonna earn your keep today because you're gonna think that I'm stealing. You know, it's easier to do when I'm with somebody though. Like if I'm with yeah. you know uh you know, a friend or my mom or or whatever or somebody yeah. like it's easier to do because uh-huh. then I could like act like I'm trying to communicate with them that I'm trying to steal something, and then the guys are looking and they get all antsy. By myself, it's a little bit harder because I'm not gonna act like I'm putting something in, in, in my jacket to give these guys a reason to like, tase me or some shit No, but like it's that. crazy,
1: because, like, like you, when you when you told me this shit, this shit makes me laugh all the time. We're, like, so, like a security... Like, someone's security or someone goes up to say, are you okay? Are you fine? And then when they leave, you look at the camera, and then you yeah. act like you're about to, like, <laughs> steal some shit, and then you just throw it in the fucking cart. <laughs> like, oh, God, what the fuck is... <laughs> You're fucking with these people. Yeah. You know, Target was always good to me until I moved where I moved, and now they always... They're always following me around too. I don't know, man. I think they don't fuck with the apes. They're on one. Yeah. No, I don't know. But but the thing is, it's the same thing. And then when I, because I, like my first, no, actually this is my second job, I worked at Best Buy. And and yeah, that they do profile, but like the the manager, like the the, the guy who was in charge of security was black,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like sometimes what what he would look at was like okay motherfuckers that 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 might have like long coats or like you know baggy clothes yeah, overdressed or some shit. in the overdressed season, yeah. yeah and like then he would tell us like, all right hey this guy can you just walk around and ask him what's up you know on the radio or whatever and you know you have to also consider there's a lot of moving parts to this there's people that are in the cameras telling you who you might not have anything to do with it mm-hmm. right and I see it because, like, when I'm, like, getting something, you see an employee and then you could kind of see that he was told yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to ask you. You could
0: always notice, yeah. And
1: it's like, I'm not going to fuck. I mean, why am I going to get all mad at this guy because somebody fucking told him on the radio, hey, go fucking ask him some. because I think, like, you know what there's I think a lot of moving parts I'm gonna here. I'm going to
0: do the next time, like, I get asked that. I think I'm going to, like, turn up on some, like, social justice warrior type stuff, like, if I get asked. <laughs> And why? Why are you asking me this? Is it because of how I'm dressed? Is it because of my color? Like just something like just to fuck with it? Just to see what kind of reaction? I, no, I'm sorry.
1: Bye. Damn, man. We'll get all the funding we need for this show <laughs> after you get paid a, a milli. No, but it's like you have to. Like you said, it, it's it's a it's a big. <laughs> That's a big thing to, to call someone a racist, you I'm know? I'm
0: going to give a whole woe is me story on the news. Yeah, I was just going there, and I felt so profiled, and I don't know. I don't think I can return to this store. I think we should boycott, and then they cut me that check. Oh, That's yeah. how they
1: operate. You guys heard it here first. Damn. E- fuck. I just realized we just gave our, our, our like tactics away, so we're All not right. going to be able to do that anymore. Right. No, but on a serious note. Going back to the to, to, to that, okay, so, like, you're saying that, you know, they'll ask you, they'll walk around and stuff like that. And that's how I feel about, like, that article that I was talking about where it's, like, they're saying that it's becoming dangerous. And there was an Antifa organization that was, like, putting out names of, like, ICE agents. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt. I'm like, damn, like, these people have a job. Like, yeah. this, pe- this person was like, oh, let me apply for this. Let me... They're enforcing their you know, they're doing their job. Trying to support their family, do what they gotta do. Yeah, yeah it's it's crazy. That's but, fucked up but if that's, somebody that's, killed that's over my some point shit. is that when
0: yeah. you don't look at things in the realm of reason and logic and you look at things so emotional, that's that's the that's the kind of outcome that you get
1: out of this stuff. Yeah, that's how people get asked to leave a restaurant, which is which is a pretty sad thing in, in, in today's America that that I feel like shit I'm not surprised. That's the thing. I wasn't surprised when I read that. No. That article about Sarah Huckabee. Like, that I was like, oh, well, shit!" I'm surprised it happened uh, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying like, uh, why not before? And, and it's fucked up because not only that, just like I said from the beginning, <laughs> now you also fucked up people's businesses that like, you know, they never thought that because they called their restaurant Red Hen, now they got to deal with like, boycotts and and they're forced to go on twitter and tell people we're not affiliated. Yeah. Please stop with the death threats, stop with this, stop boycotting us. We have nothing to do with this restaurant. Yeah. We just happen to have the same name. And then it's like think about those things and, when you make a decision. And, and you like know that.
0: it's funny that you brought that up because I feel like situations such as that force them like the other red hens, like let's say they like they were politically neutral of the situation. Let's say they didn't care one way or another. Mm-hmm. But now because they're receiving all of this backlash, it may it may like sort of lunge them into like a, a political mind state now because they're they're dealing with it. And mm-hmm. it could it could go one of both ways. They could come to dislike Trump supporters because of all this these threats that they're getting needlessly.
1: Yeah.
0: And be like, oh man, these dumb motherfuckers, they don't even take the time to look at which red hen it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like they might that could create a little bit of animosity. Or it could also cause them to empathize with Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Like, damn, this th- that has to, that had to have sucked dealing with this, because like you know, we're kind of getting a taste of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and 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 they could have been politically neutral in the whole situation but now it's like they've been catapulted in into the the political atmosphere without even really wanting to be
1: yeah and technically it's like now now they're the ones paying for other people's mistakes which is fucked up because that's what, you know that's how i feel sometimes about like when 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 people want to like hate on, on white people or, or, or on, on any race or like on black people or on, you know, on a middle Eastern person or on a, like, why don't you just like see how the person is individually and stop judging this person by the, you know, color of their skin or by how they dress or, you know what I'm saying? Like talk to this person before you start making any assumptions. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Oh, this fucking white devil muffler. Like, do you know him? Like, talk to him and then make your decision based off of that because why should why should somebody pay for for someone else's mistakes and it
0: what's funny is if you notice if you like like damn think think back and you notice how much like you like or dislike a person 9 times out of 10 it's very it's very rarely based on their um Oh, I didn't know what that was. Them fireworks,
1: baby. It's oh, yeah. not gunshots, even though we're in Chicago.
0: <laughs> that, 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 that sound threw me off. I didn't know what that was. But uh, but uh, it very rarely is based on their color. Yeah. It, it's it's really based on who they are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you think about like the people that you, you, you fucks with versus the people that, that you can't stand, it don't got shit to do with their color or like their religion for the most part. It has everything. Well... Religion sometimes because there are some like very like extreme extreme religious people yeah. that 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 their behavior does kind of get under my skin a little bit because they're like overly religious yeah. and I'll be honest I can't pinpoint it I'd like to like you know research and 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 look into it more like why it is that I feel that way. When I come across like a, a a fanatic, overly religious person, there's something about that behavior that strikes me as a little demonic. Like it yeah. doesn't strike me as spiritual. Like there are people that I come across that like they're religious, but it's 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 it's, it's a it's a very acceptable way. Of, like I, it's a, they make it able able for me to accept, and and I actually feel like good talking to them, yeah. and I feel. It's refreshing talking to them. Yeah. Their spirituality is calming, but there's some that is just like daunting. And it's like, man, I don't know. Like I don't want to be around that person. Yeah. And it's not on some, cause people would be like, Oh, because you're fucked up. Like you feel judged and you, the Lord is no. Oh, it's not even that. It's just, there's something about how they operate that doesn't sit well with me.
1: Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it feels like, damn, like I, it's, like, not not black and white, but, like, like this motherfucker wants, like, to be on some war-type shit. I don't know. Like, it's, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like the vibe either. Mm-hmm. And I know what you're talking about. Like, you're so fanatic that you don't see past, like, some of the bullshit that you're saying. Yeah. And it's, like, if you don't see that, like, that's how you get some extreme shit to pop yeah, off exactly. in society. Yeah,
0: they come off as, as very extreme
1: yeah it's fucked up and 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 the reason i uh, cuz when i was explaining that stuff to you and and then i was kind of like damn cuz i don't know if you saw um about that kid in new york Mm-mm. that got stabbed no so so this kid well i don't know the specifics it, it, like it, it, exactly why they they stabbed him but pretty much there's this there's this video that was going around where this guy th- this kid was like doing it with some girl and he posed it. I, I think he he exposed it. He he like sent people the video, and it was on on, on social media. Mm-hmm. So so this guy's like pretty much. I think I think it was somebody else in the video too. So so I think uh, pretty much he was showing that 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 you know I'm hitting this. You know. Okay. So so the the girls' family members, like the brothers and, and friends or whatever, they didn't like that. They t- they didn't take too kindly to that. So then. So, so they were before yeah. you
0: continue this because yeah. whenever I hear this, I always need to know this detail. Did the girl know that she was being filmed? That I don't know. That I well, it well yeah because he was kind of doing like a selfie thing. Because to me that always makes all the difference. Yeah. Uh, if if she's of age, of course. Yeah. Now if she's underage, well, it's fucked up any way you slice it. Yeah. But if she's of age and she's allowing that, like I mean, wh- again. Yeah. As your brother, as your father, why do I have to care more about your well-being than you? Like, that's not okay with me. Now, granted, if she's knocked out, she doesn't know. That's different. That is a violation of her privacy. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Continue.
1: So, yeah, like, it it looks like she she would know because he's, like, kind of, like, being, like, on some selfie shit taking the video.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine that's hard for her to have not known that.
1: Yeah, so... Like I said, I'm not going to speak for her, but but it, it doesn't look good. So you know, the I guess the, the 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 people that were mad about that they were looking for the for the guy, mm-hmm. and they found a guy at at, at like they, it, it seemed like a like a corner store mm-hmm. that looked like him, and then pr- proceed to like dragging him out. This guy doesn't know what the hell's going on, and they stab him multiple times, killing him. Wow. And then the only reason I know about that is because uh rapper Six Nine and Cardi B posted it and was like, Oh, this is a sad story or something.
0: Oh, you know what? Yeah. I, I saw that picture of the guy in the hospital bed with his like mom over him, yeah, right? Or somebody, yeah. a relative over him. I didn't know what the, the backstory to that was.
1: Yeah. And and that was essentially what the backstory I gathered. You know, social media has a way of like turning shit around, so like mm-hmm. I don't wanna put too many specifics but that was pretty much the logistics of, of what happened and and at the end it was like somebody paid for someone else's fuck ups and to me that was like very telling of sometimes like the things that you have to consider when going that extra step or or judging somebody you know what I'm saying like or, or, or going the, the step of like I'm gonna fight this motherfucker I'm gonna do something hurt, like hurt these people is like you have to think about this stuff like when
0: again, if you operate with a sense of logic and yeah. reason, you don't you don't go down that route because th- again, you see you as you were saying all of that, I was you know I'm I'm gathering my thoughts, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm like okay, well before this even continues because I I saw where it was going and I, I you know it seemed like it was going down a pretty violent path, I thought to myself, well did the girl know? because at the end of the day that's what matters like why are you going to go and stab a dude up for filming him and a girl having sex and she's down with it like so you're going to go stab dude up and what to to defend the honor that she clearly doesn't even care about if if that is indeed the case you know what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah and it's 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 just sad because like think about that your last moments as as, that, as being that boy like you don't know why they're dragging you out. You're getting stabbed. You're pay- like essentially you're paying for someone else's. Yeah. You know, and, and and to me that's that's really like that's a line that that we're crossing now when we start making things what they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying when you start telling people you can't be here, it starts with you can't be in this in this restaurant. All right, uh, you know we're gonna fucking start, you know, looking for motherfuckers start whooping their ass because they're on on this shit. No, let's be civilized and let's agree to disagree. Like it's fine. And those are the the lines that sometimes, you know, you can cross and and, and it could become a situation where it becomes a a much more dangerous situation like the shit that you saw in Charlottesville. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? That shit just doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know, people want to blame administrations this is no this is stuff that's been boiling, 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 and then it gets to the point where it gets to Charlottesville. It gets to the point where like, you know, people start doing shit that they shouldn't do because it's just why why go there? I feel yeah. that's where we're at sometimes, uh twenty eighteen, you know?
0: Yeah, that, that's that is definitely uh, uh, a disheartening route especially that story of like the kid getting stabbed because see that's like operating in a realm like outside of people's rights like you know whatever Sarah huckabee sanders like that restaurant has the right they reserve that right to do that but when people like go so far to like stab somebody for for some bullshit like that it's wild
1: mistaken identity
0: so um Jumping into midlife crisis. Um, what are your thoughts on the midlife crisis? Some heavy shit, man. Fuck. You think it's a real thing? Like, will you buy into it? Like, oh, you know, oh, I'm having a midlife crisis. I'm all fucked up.
1: I I think so. I think. Uh, I think there is such a thing as a midlife crisis. I don't know. Like, would you consider? Is there a difference between an existential crisis and a midlife crisis? Well, I mean, midlife seem,
0: by definition is during the the middle of your life that's
1: yeah well like I could see you're, you're so the middle I of your
0: expected life so in you have an expected life span and in, in somewhere in the middle of that is when the midlife crisis occurs and so it's based it's based on on age on regret you know what I'm saying it's based yeah. on stuff that as you enter the the realm of being older, It It, it becomes harder or even, in some cases, impossible for you to do. So now you become regretful. Yeah, I definitely... Whereas, like, an existential crisis can take place at any moment, really.
1: And, 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 well, midlife crisis then does have elements of existential crisis in the sense that, like, fuck, like, with the element of age, you realize, oh, fuck, this shit is it doesn't necessarily have to be that, but, but now I kind of see where you're going at with that. But yeah, I, I definitely think that because I feel sometimes what happens in, in observation of, 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 of people is you're on, you're on autopilot. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel sometimes, and it's happened to me like from, and, and not like recently, but I'm saying like from, from a young age. And again, this was a midlife crisis, but I feel like little, little, uh, parts of, of when you're young and when shit changes drastically mm-hmm. you see you you feel that and then you understand that. So for it to be then in the middle of your age where you might have kids where you might have you know, you, you got married, maybe young, you you um, you sacrificed a lot for your family, putting your goals and your aspirations and your dreams aside to then maybe be in a situation where you're not happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect formula to yeah. create, you know, to create that situation in which you sit you're sitting there and you're like, what happened?
0: Yeah, well that and 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 it's that it's funny that you phrased it exactly like that because the reason that that I even brought it up is because earlier today I was talking with some people and you know, one of the people we were, I was talking to is a friend of mine and I was saying this at first i said it jokingly but then like as as we were you know digging deeper and deeper i was like man you know what i i i wonder i i said man you're a prime candidate for a midlife crisis and and i said that based on the observation that i never really hear him talk about much that he enjoys like pastime wise like oh like i enjoy this or I want to do this. I want to do that. And, I, there's nothing wrong. Like He's a good guy. He's a family man and all that. But it's one of those things that it started to make me wonder and realize. Because not just about that particular guy or particular situation, but about a lot of people that I know that I, I think about how there have been times where we've said, I, like you and I and like Donnell, we've talked about this, like, oh, let's take a trip to to like the Dominican Republic and it's like, Oh, next year. Or it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like for a lot of people, life always has a way of, of like pushing things for later. And, yeah. and, and oh, we'll do this later. We'll do this some other time. Not right now. People lack that, uh that uh, spontaneous and adventurous way mm-hmm. of going about things. And It makes me wonder if down the road that'll have a negative effect, you know?
1: Yeah, I think so. I guess part of your question was, do I think it's real? Do I think it's real? Do you think it's real in the sense that it could also be because your body changes? Maybe hormonally? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you do change. Like, when you notice... There's there's parts in your life, ages when which you, you you change the way that you know that you are, I guess, just by experiences. But I feel like as you get older, just less yeah. less testosterone. Do you like do when, you think when, that could affect When I
0: say when I say or when I ask rather if it's real, I mean is it just in your head? Is it just psychological? and I'm saying psychological in the sense of short of a chemical imbalance. So like, you know, is people being bipolar? Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Even though like it's in their head, it, it's, it's behavior disorder. What I'm saying is with like a midlife crisis or in some cases, depression, it's, it's, it's in their head. It's, it's, it's why well, the midlife crisis I don't know, but I know in, in a lot of cases, depression, it's in your head. It's like, hey, you know, you're not doing certain things right. You're not looking at things in the right perspective under the right scope. So yeah, you feel depressed, you know, versus like a chemical imbalance or something that's like extremely like wrong with you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying. A midlife crisis, when somebody experiences one, is it just in their head in the sense that they're letting these regrets and, and these things that they're feeling just take over? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not no they're no longer like being disciplined or, or restraining themselves about it? Or is this something that they just genuinely cannot help, you know?
1: Yeah. It's it's I, I feel like thinking about it, I feel like it would just be frustration. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel
0: Right, but but we get frustrated and, and don't act out or lash out the way that People seem to during a midlife crisis I mean that I think that's why That term Carries so much weight like midlife Crisis is yeah. because people experience Frustration every day yeah. you don't Have a daily crisis it's you There's something specific about That particular Age or or, or time in your Life yeah. that makes it a Crisis
1: and, and I feel Okay so When we went to the to uh, fuck, I can't think of his name. Jordan, Jordan Peterson's, uh, um, I guess book book tour when he came over here to to Chicago. Yeah, he talked about. I think I think he talked about like how how it's kind of like a miracle how people aren't more anxious. Yeah, about life because like it's kind of like a it's almost a miraculous thing that you're 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 not worried about like being in a car accident or
0: yeah all the bad stuff that can happen yeah, yeah cancer and
1: you know just all types anything can happen all the bad things can happen everything is just like you exist and like shit pops off and and you don't know you, you it's like you just keep cool about it you're cool you're you're calm you're collected and i think that the age part of it is what makes it very real. And I think it's because of the denial, the denial of, of really like, and I've talked about this book before, like the denial of death. That is something I feel that we do actively partake in. We deny death. Like when you're living, right, you're driving, you know that you can die, but you're not going to think that. Right. You're denying. Or you see some fucked up shit on the news, or, you know, oh, fuck, that's fucked up. But, like, I got to concentrate on what's in front of me. Yeah. Because that shit could really consume you. So, so the fact that, like, you've lived half of your life, I can see regrets, you know, overtaking you. Like, especially if you withheld a lot from your life. I, I feel yeah, that that's the key that's part.
0: The, yeah, that's what.
1: Because I, I don't, like, for example, me, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I can't really speak on on the future, but I just don't feel that I'm going to be in a situation where... Well,
0: well that's what was interesting, because when I was asking my friend that, he said, he said, well, I don't really feel like I'm missing out on anything. So that's my thing, is like, yeah is it based on, so that... I wonder if it's based on as your life is progressing and as you're making these sacrifices or putting these things aside, if in that moment you feel like you're missing out, and if if you you want to in that moment, like for instance, there's a difference between a guy that he like let's say a guy that's married and has kids, right, and he goes home every day after work. And there's times that his coworkers are like, oh, you know what? Like, let's go to the bar and like let's get a drink. There's a difference between the guy that that doesn't go to the bar and get a drink with the guys from work because he just simply doesn't want to, and he just really genuinely rather be home. Yeah. There's a difference between him and the guy that doesn't go to the bar, but not necessarily because he genuinely doesn't want to go to the bar and he genuinely wants to be home. But because he'd rather not deal with the backlash of going to the bar because maybe the wife will get upset and, yeah. and complain, oh, I got to do all this stuff by myself with the kid and this and that. Yeah. There's a difference between the two. So I, I, I imagine that the one that that goes home because he just genuinely rather be home in yeah. that moment, I'd imagine he will have less regret than the one that always put his what he wanted to do aside yeah. for that. But the thing is I think it's important as a person to know which one you really are and like not not tell yourself you're you're one when you're really the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: And also hold yourself accountable. Like I feel that balance is not that like common in, no, in the situations No, it is
0: it really isn't.
1: You have to understand if you're a married man or, or, or like, a married man with kids. Because, you know, if you're married but you don't have kids, it, it's, I think, way different. Oh, I think so, too. Yeah, like, when you have kids and you're a married man and, like, you know, you have a responsibility to be there for your kids to an extent. But... But, but
0: even that, what does that mean? Finish your point, but then I want to...
1: Yeah. Like, but, but, but there has to be an understanding between, like what a man like what a man's purpose is and then what a woman's purpose is in that situation. If you're gonna ask me to sit down and fucking like oh oh let me let me like fucking nurture these kids, that's not my job. My job's like, hey shit's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like shit's crazy. What the, what like what kind <laughs> of job is that? <laughs> 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 shit's crazy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Greatest Well, like, like, let me give you an example. What is that? <laughs> so that, that, that I'm, I'm just going to just go around telling hey, my kids shit's that. Shit's crazy. <laughs> Can you help me with my math homework? Shit's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I would just run out. It's like, well, like,
0: <laughs> like, like Dad, I fell and scraped my knee. Oh, shit's
1: crazy, man. I... Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that's a good excuse think about it think about all the situations you can do that shit's crazy
0: <laughs> like that, is, that is like the uh, a nice little go to like that's like a little cop out anytime I'm out like, like dad that like, with my like, wife dad where do babies come from that shit's
1: crazy alright man <laughs> you ain't ready you ain't ready <laughs> look at me look at me in my eyes shit's crazy yeah <laughs> no but like like I just we're more like, like, like. Um, actually, you, um, you had made a point one time. I forgot what the conversation was about. Um, you had said like, "fuck." What was your point? Your point. It was somewhere along the lines where like, you have to, you have to let the kid the kids understand that like you're not here because you're you're the dream is bigger like you yeah, know what i'm saying like yeah. I, shit is bigger than and,
0: and and the world doesn't revolve around you exactly and so, yeah and and that's my point like to 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 that that ties in exactly with the question that Pens, i posed
1: shit's crazy
0: <laughs> not all makes sense no no but that that ties into the point that i was making is what does it mean exactly oh you gotta be there for your kids because i i hear that and, yeah. and like, it seems like everybody's definition of that is different. Me, the way I always took that is that like, you got to be there for your kids is, yes, you got to be there in the important moments. Like if they, you know, obviously if they get in trouble in school or they get in a fight or like, like those life lesson moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obviously also you got to be there in a financial aspect. Yeah, and you got to be there like emotionally. But I feel like some people, especially in today's day and age, they take it like you got to be there for your kids. Like you got to be next to them. No. Every waking moment that you're not at work, you got to be like right at their side. And I don't, I know, I I don't think that's the case at all. Like I, no.
1: like Donnell, I like I like the fact that like when I've seen him with his kids. He has a good balance. No, idea. yeah,
0: I, I noticed that too. Donnell Donnell comes off as like, like you're, like I, like I like like I I see like how he talks to to his his sons. Obviously, like the yeah. the daughter is younger, but like I notice how he talks to his sons. He talks to them like like little men. Yeah, like.
1: Like that's per. It's per. It's a yeah, perfect I balance. Think, yeah,
0: I, I think that's yeah. very good. It's like, like, uh, like the day remember we went out and like we were picking them up. Yeah, we're, you know, and like how he told his son to move over. It was like, it wasn't like rude or anything, but it was like a man. Like yeah. it's like, like, like you got. It's like, like you got to move over, buddy. like, like, yeah. like, like it was. It's like, like showing the kid, like making the kid realize that hey, you know what, like. Yes, I my si- he's bringing my sister in like I need to be considerate of the fact that they need space back Yeah, here,
1: you know. Exactly.
0: It's like that and and I think that's I think that's very good.
1: And but, then, and then what I like is like, you know, he'll go out and he'll live life and he'll like your life doesn't stop just cuz yeah. you and, and yeah, you're right. That that could be misconstrued like be there for your kids <laughs> like that could be very misconstrued. No, that's what I'm saying and I yeah. think
0: people do uh get it confused very often yeah. is is yes, you gotta be there for them, but I don't think that means like be next to them all the time.
1: Yeah, you know. And you know something, my dad was like a mediator. My mom was like the ones like, no, I don't want him. To. And my dad's like, listen, he needs to go out and chill with with Twiz and the guys. Like, let him. Yeah, he's fifteen years old. Relax. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that that's a man's job. You know, to an extent.
0: Yeah, but it it things are different now. Like I don't know if you you come across any like younger kids, but man, dude, they're inside all the time, man. They don't they don't go outside. It's damn. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I I see kids and I'm like, man, at that age, I was on my bike conquering the world. <laughs> and then then the little bit older ones like in high school, oh my god, we were
1: Yeah. We were we were out in the show. We were never home. Dude, you're right. That That's, that's like, to me, that's what, what being a boy was all about. Like, fucking let's go explore. And then doing shit that you weren't supposed to do. Like, like kind of like, okay. She told me, like, I remember my mom used to tell me, like, we could ride the bike around just a block. And then, you know, about like, our oh, fuck. Let's do two blocks. Let's do three. Let's do four. And then it was funny because one time we told the story how, like, you went all the way to fucking Forge City. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. But, like, that's, like... A boys mentality that's and i'm telling you like as we were growing up that's what we were on like we're like okay let's let's do some fucking like let's challenge ourselves yeah definitely and that's what i like about that movie but Um, but that's and
0: and that's like at the age of like riding bikes but what i'm talking about is when we when we were older like and Uh, i'm talking about like in high school i was a new level oh my god
1: new level yeah but you you saw the inklings of what we were gonna be, yeah. And then it's crazy because I, like me and my brother were a little different because my brother always looked at me like, "All right, should we do this shit?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's do this shit." And then as we got older, I was always like fucking taking more risks, yeah. And he was like more like chill, not not taking risks. But but uh, that movie I was talking about uh, a perfect world. Mm-hmm. That that's why I like that movie it has that element because the kid doesn't have well y- you'll see it, but it's 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 directed by Clint Eastwood and that's what I liked about that movie was, was that element of like the way Kevin Costner's character was and the dynamic between him and the little kid I see I was like damn that, that, that's really dope I I really like that movie that shit wouldn't be accepted in today's world <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man
1: I had to check it out oh yeah but but um but yeah man that shit I, I think all in all with with everything that we're talking about I feel like to an extent it might just be the way you go about life and understanding you know and understanding what what you've taken on but finding a balance of like what what is right and what is wrong cuz that's another thing too we're talking about how we were when we were kids we're talking about how how like if you're a married man how you should be or all these things but like all this stuff it has to be done right because if you don't do it right i think that's where you know, you have to be true to yourself. Yeah. And sometimes people go about, uh, men go about their life not being 100% true. Yeah. To who they are. And, and also just understanding, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you could be a family man. And, and if you are going to be a family man, like, you have to do it the right way, you know? And you have to understand that there's a level of responsibility, but also a level of, like, where, you know, you're gonna do you too. You know what I'm saying? You you can't lose yourself to to appease your kids or to appease your wife. You can't do that either. It has to be a, 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 a like just the right balance. And I feel that that the men sometimes that might struggle with that might 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 have not found the right balance for them. And everyone's different too. Yeah. So I, that's that's crazy. So closing
0: it off, I uh, texted you guys the other day. You didn't even know what I meant in the text at first, but about your horror movie dynamic duo. Oh
1: yeah, I was like, "What?" Let me see. Oh yeah, you. Well, we'll get into it. But uh, go ahead. So yeah, what's what was yours?
0: So so you so your top two horror
1: movie characters. Mine, shit. What was it? Well, so well before well, you get into it, why I wouldn't you, say top two. Because I wouldn't call, because the, the, the two that I chose, I wouldn't necessarily, like, Leatherface is not, like, great by himself. But, like, the way I, I took the question is, like, if you were to mix, like, the like the elements of each.
0: No, I said dynamic duo, so it's like if the two were in somehow crazy way working side by side.
1: Yeah, I thought fucking Hannibal Lecter and, and Leatherface, because, like, Leatherface was like a goon for his family. Yeah, he
0: really. Yeah, that's exactly what he was. Yeah,
1: his family was the brains, but the family was no way, like who Hannibal Lecter is. So just imagine if your family is like running you like this. Like imagine Imagine Hannibal Lecter.
0: Yeah, that that's a good point.
1: That's valid. So so I thought that would be great. And then uh, I forgot who I said was the second. Oh, the second I thought was, but see, this is where where I was confused. So is it a character? or is pennywise a character or is it a character and pennywise See that's where okay the the way that i see it is yeah. it is fear
0: itself like it is not pennywise okay like it is is like if you're looking at it like from the context of of what the movie is yeah it is fear like that's what the whole it's like it is an allegory for for fear yeah I think Pennywise is a personification of that fear, of fear. Okay. So he, he is he's, he's part of that fear, but it's personified. S-
1: so if I were to pick Pennywise, he wouldn't be able to turn into, like, it. You know, like because it is fear. You see what I'm saying? That's where it's confusing. Because like my second, I
0: mean, you could pick Pennywise as a character.
1: Yeah. Could I choose it as a character though? Because see, this is where this is where, and, and I'm I'm only asking you this because of this, because the dynamic between Kruger and it would be kind of a crazy one.
0: But okay, now that's interesting that you say that because I, but I feel like both of those can be overcame. Freddy yeah. Krueger can be overcame. I mean, it's hard; you can't sleep, but he, that can be overcame, and yeah. also fear can be
1: can be overcame. But see, both of them is like. One is taking over the other. You ha- you have to fucking wake up at some point. But as you're sleeping, it's a fucking nightmare. You wake up and then you deal with it. Like so, it's like that. That's why I was like, I think it's enough to like drive you crazy because it's like there's no rest in between, right? Yeah. You do have a break from Kruger if you're not sleeping, so you're trying not to sleep. But while you're not trying to sleep, then you're dealing with it. It's like, damn. And then as
0: and as the 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 t- more tired you get. The more able that fear can like easily creep in, so hence that, the,
1: the way the Joker was born.
0: That that that, <laughs> that 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 that's also an interesting dynamic. What's funny is I knew Donnell's from from John. I knew his was Jason and Pennywise. Like yeah. I knew it. That's why I was waiting for him to say it. But I knew like when because I don't know if you saw when I text. I was like Donnell, I already know yours. Yeah. And then mine's was, and actually I I got to thank Big Baby because his part of his I didn't even think of John Doe from 7 yeah. I didn't even think about that guy yeah but, I thought of him but but until I saw Neil's and then when I saw Neil say John Doe it made me think of Red Dragon and yeah. I was like he's he's pretty pretty uh, pretty much a beast as well but I was like I would go with John Doe and then obviously gotta go with the shape from Halloween Michael Myers himself cause like that to me there's nobody like you you're no, no variation of any of those, I think, can like take on Michael Myers by himself. But yeah. now add him with like John Doe that has like that that like religious fanatic yeah. mindset. Yeah. Like I, I, think that that would be an
1: a, a interesting, an interesting duo. And then after you open a box. And like your family members are there, and then you look up and then fucking Michael Myers just fucking comes and slashes your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That, that was a good one. Yeah, cause my third one was Jason and uh, Myers, but that's just like kind of redundant to me. And then like to me, I've always thought Michael Myers was just way better than Jason anyway. In yeah, I in-
0: J- I don't know why Donnell likes Jason so much. Like I don't know. Like to me, Jason is. Is unnecessary. Like, in a <laughs> world where there's a Michael Myers, like, Jason is is
1: unnecessary. Well, essentially, that's why they made him. They're like, fuck it. We need to compete. You know, and like, obviously, it was successful.
0: I was... I, I knew before that they called Michael Myers the shape because, like, I see in the Halloween one in the credits, that's what, like, yeah. it's credited as. But do you know why that is, though? No. Like a lot of people don't know that. Because uh, I was watching this documentary because... As as I'm sure the listeners can tell, and, and and you can, like, I've been, like, pretty excited about the new Halloween movie. Yeah. I was talking to my mom about it, and I remember, like, when I was little, she took me to see the movies and stuff. So, like, this is something that, like, from, like, pretty much my whole life, like, I've been interested. And, in, like, actually, it's funny. The other day I was talking to my mom, and I was telling her that when we went to go see H2O, which at this point was, like, 20 years ago, which yeah. is crazy. Because I remember that shit, like, it was yesterday. <laughs>
1: when it was 20 years after the first one. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I remember, like, going to see that, and, you know, I was young, and, you know, she took me to go see it, and, you know, she knew I could handle it. (laughs) We went to go see it, and I remember that in that movie, spoiler warning for whoever hasn't seen it, I mean, for Christ's sake, the movie is 20 years old, (laughs) but when Michael gets his head chopped off, I told my mom, as much as I enjoyed the Halloween movies as a kid, I remember myself distinctly being relieved that the shit was over with. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I I was like, man, you know, like, like I really enjoyed these movies, but man, I'm glad this shit is over with. uh, It's uh, now, obviously I'm happy that it's coming back. But like, and and that moment I was like, and then that's what was so mind blowing about resurrection when it came out. I was like, but wait, Wow. But how? Like, and, and then what was funny about it is because like even though Resurrection was like dog shit horrible, yeah. yeah. The anticipation to the movie was pretty exciting because yeah. like you wanted to know well how did he how did he what happened you know? Yeah,
1: he, yeah. Actually, I don't remember Resurrection.
0: I don't the, the only of them. interesting thing about resurrection was that in the beginning, th- all you really need in resurrection is the first five minutes. Cause after that it's horrible, Damn. but resurrection, all you need, all you need to know is that it wasn't Michael's head that she chopped off in H2O. Yeah. Cause I, like, I guess what, like when he was in the ambulance, he crushed like the larynx of like one of the paramedics. Yeah. Like to the point where he couldn't talk, he put the mask and the and the jumpsuit on. Oh him. yeah, yep. And then it was like his head that she ended up cutting off and like he just ended up like fleeing. My man's ended up. And and then and then he she she obviously knows that she didn't kill Michael Myers because she's locked up for it. She's like in some sort of like asylum. And then he goes to the asylum and he kills her. Yeah. And she pretty much knows that she's gonna die. Like she's pretty much just waiting on it. It was sort of a, a very uh, inglorious ending to, like, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis's character. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, sort of, like... It's fucked up, but like, how she went out, like, I think she deserved <laughs> better, uh, which is cool Locked that up. she's brought back now yeah. in a different timeline, because I always felt... It seems like, like, with this timeline of Halloween, I always felt, like, how she seems in this trailer is more suitable to who she is. Yeah. Because of everything she's been through. Even after the first one, that's going to change you. Like, even though, like, even though the timeline takes place immediately after the first one.
1: Yeah.
0: 40 years later, you're going to be like of, a, i a, 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 I'd imagine a pretty strong-willed person, like, yeah, having yeah. to go toe-to-toe with something like that. Hell so, yeah.
1: so, yeah. and in age two, she seemed a little bit more laxed. No, in H two, I thought she was badass. Yeah. It was resurrection
0: where, like, She's just, like, all, like, fucked up and, like, Beat just, up. like, ready yeah. to die. And, like, oh, he's coming to get me. And then, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. She deserves better. Like, yeah. that's 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 just that's just how I feel about it. But anyway, yeah. I digress because uh, they call him The Shape because originally the way that the movie was written, it was never intended for Michael Myers to ever even really be seen. He oh, was always shit. supposed to be, like, a shadowy character. Oh, like, hence damn. The Shape, like a... Yeah. Like the shape of a man, but not really, not really like you don't, you, you were never really supposed to get like a clear visual of him. Yeah, and that was supposed yeah. to add to the creepy factor, but that changed and stuff. And then another thing, I, I don't know if you know, you know, you know who that mask is
1: of? I, i yeah, fuck! I can't think of his name. Will, they, uh, uh, from Star Trek, yeah, William from Star Trek, William Shatner. Yeah, fucking backwards, and then they. No, fucking... no,
0: no, no! It's it's the it's it says that's how fucked up they made masks back then, but that was that's a William Shatner mask.
1: Damn! Yeah. I thought they revert they uh, inverted it. No, but oh. there's
0: you should check it out though. There's this uh, there's this good ass documentary on YouTube. It's a documentary that it goes over the, the like pretty much not behind the scenes, but the backstory of four, five and six, you know, and and but they also t- talk a little bit about the first one and the second one and yeah. the third one, but it, it mostly focuses on four, five and six.
1: Um And it's on uh, where? It's on YouTube. I'm gonna check that shit out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's like an hour and a half, but it's real interesting. It was a good documentary. Um But yeah, so that's our episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, we're on Spotify now. So people that you know that use Spotify, let them know. Check out Hanging With Apes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, drop a five-star rating. Leave a comment. It helps us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes, where the fun continues between episodes. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.